Well, hello and welcome back to the Notre Dame Hounds Junior A podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Nugabauer, and I am thrilled to be joined on the line by the head coach and GM of the Hounds Junior A is Brett Pilkington. Brett, how are you doing? Thanks for your time today. Yeah, I'm doing well uh, outside of the cold, but you know, I seem to get it this time every year, and uh, that means hockey's starting, so it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And the season right around the corner, uh, the season regular will begin on Saturday as the Hounds, as usual, head to the Elgar Peterson Arena to take on the Humboldt Broncos uh, in a home-and-home home, uh, this weekend. And the big news today that came out uh, was that you have named your captains. Uh, Carson Bayless will be the captain, Cypress Smith-Davis, uh, and Vincent Palmerine, the assistants. Uh, first of all, we'll start with Carson, Brett. Uh, you know what, what about him uh, made you think he was the right choice? Well, you know, it's uh, almost about two years here that I, you know, a year, year and a half anyways, that I've been working with him. And uh, when we acquired him from Kindersley last year, I knew what we were getting from uh, my past life in uh, in uh, Calgary, where I worked with him and a group of friends of his. And uh, I knew exactly what the kid was all about and where he wants to go. And, uh, you know, he took some steps last year and during the offseason here, he's really stepped up for this group and uh, trying to drive it in the right direction. And so it's a no-brainer to have him wear the C this year. And, uh, again, we'll have uh, that supporting cast around him, not just the two with the other letters, but a good leadership group this year that uh, has experience playing junior A. And I think that will go a long way. Yeah, for sure. You know, the, the two assistants, uh, not, 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 uh, not necessarily the, the, the oldest guys on the team, but, uh, and you talked about it being a, a real leadership by committee uh, goal for this team too, but, uh, you know, Cypress Smith, Davis, Vinnie Palmerine getting the letters. Why those two? Yeah. Well, when you look at Cypress, you know, he, he was here last year as well. And, uh, you know, he, he went through some injuries there last year and, and, uh, this off season, he's really, put in the work to, to be the best version of himself and uh, here in camp, he's helping the guys push through and uh, you don't know, looking at, looking at the positives moving here and uh, the leadership size is something that comes natural to Cypress there. So we're happy to have him. And then when you're looking at Vincent Palmerine there, you know, a younger, younger guy's got a year under his belt and uh, you know, he lives local here in the off season and uh, you know, he's just character just drips out of his veins and uh, you, you know, his, his work ethic and uh, what he does day in and day out to separate himself from the pile is uh, makes it a no brainer. And, uh, you know, you get to, you, you get a good rate mix of age groups there. You, you hope that, uh, you know, that brings the group closer together right from the beginning, but uh, time will tell. And uh, like I said before, you know, having a whole bunch of leaders in that dress room that have experiences is, is going to go a long way. For sure. You know, I have a hunch. Uh, I know what you're going to say, but uh, from what I've seen from the the 20-year-olds, the the O3s, uh, and, and, and a lot of guys, but uh, guess, I guess I want to talk about the 20-year-olds just quickly. Um, you have six of them, but it seems like they have all stepped up to a man uh, to be big-time leaders uh, for this team. Uh, I guess just, you know, how pleased are you with them, uh, you know, the way things have gone so far, too? Yeah, they've they've been great you know during camp here and uh again we expect big things out of them uh you know we know we know that each and every one of them uh has goals to play 
that's at the next level, whatever level that is. And uh, again, if they're not into that development model, we don't we don't want them here. And uh, you know, those six guys have made it apparent that they they are moving on to to play at school at the end of the for next year, and and that's the start. So they're here to to establish the habits and the accountability to themselves and their teammates that it's going to take to to be players at the next level, where whatever direction that takes them. For sure. Okay. Here's, here's a big, big question. And I'm sure it's the big question you've kind of asked yourself a lot. So here it goes. Obviously uh, the plan last year was to make the playoffs like every team last year. It didn't work out. Uh, what's the plan this year to to change that and to get the Hounds back into the postseason? Uh, again, we want to be competitive day in and day out. And with that becomes that playoff opportunity. Um, I, I think we want to play the right way and, uh, you know, when you play the right way, those door, those playoff opportunities open up. But uh, first and foremost for us, it's the development and, uh, you know, trying to try, trying to get these kids onto the next level. And uh, if we if we're able to do that, not only with the 620s, but other guys that want to explore those options, um, I, I think that's how success is, is measured within our program. For sure. You know, I think people on the outside will look at the forward core uh, and, you know, circle Carson Bayless's name first and fair enough, 20 goals last year, 39 points, didn't really take too much time to adjust to the lineup either as well in terms of putting in some pucks right away when he came from Kindersley and that was huge for the team at the time and I'm sure moving forward, but, you know, mentioned it there, you know, could go down the list, but guys like Davis Sato, guys like Cypress Smith Davis, Kyle Calamaris, Roxon Bird, you know, Mateo Speranza, just I could just go through them all, obviously. And and I believe uh, from your side, the hope is that those guys do take a big step forward into, um, you know, how do I word this? Like, I guess, bigger, bigger relevance in terms of, you know, whether the team gets two points on a, on a nightly basis. Uh, you know, what that goes into the steps that you hope that that kind of group of returning uh, now junior experienced guys, uh, you know, can take that step into this year. Yeah. Like, like when we're talking steps, I, I mean, we worked through the habits side and the accountability last year and, and the steps we're kind of looking for that return group now is, is in production, uh, whether it's, you know, goals, assists, block shots, key moments in the game. Uh, it can be measured by so much there. Um, those are the steps we're looking for now, whereas if, if you're a first-year player, um, you're trying to survive and uh, find your way. So, yeah, again, it's coming back as a second or third year. It's taking the appropriate steps to open up as many doors as possible for you at the next level. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I don't mean this like it was necessarily a problem or it is, it is necessarily a problem. Um, but just, I guess, in terms of, um, you know, practice, seeing practice as, you know, your real rehearsal for a game and not just an exercise to go through, like how important uh, is that for, for guys to understand that, you know, every day is a, such a huge opportunity in practice to get better and not just sort of a, a routine or an exercise. Well, for, for us, it's uh, one day at a time, right? And once one day ends, the next one starts and, and the opportunity to get better each and every day is, is the value part of it. And, you know the, the guys that take the the opportunity to to look at it that way they're they're going to be far more ahead than the guys that are just trying to coast through life here uh not only on our team but on you know within the league and within 
youth hockey, those, those are the steps you need to make. And uh, that's what we're preaching each day is to take another step. To, you know, it doesn't matter your age or your rank on the team. Just take the step and um, better yourself each each day. And and if you know if you're in a role, um, own that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you talk, speak about roles. Obviously, the decor has all sorts of different elements to it. Um, you know, obviously Liam Hunks, that kind of elite offensive ability. You know, Vinny Palmerine can kind of do it all. You know, Briggs Jowett's tough. Carter Hines, so mature for his age. You know, again, not leaving anybody out on purpose, but it seems like this decor has all sorts of different elements. You know, how exciting is it to work with a group that's as talented as this one? Yeah, the, I mean, this group of D is, is got a little bit of everything. Um, youth, uh, maturity and everything in between and uh again it'll be interesting to see uh you, you know where it goes this year and uh and and how they mix and match is is up in the air but uh it's pretty exciting to see that that core group back there whether they're youth or experienced uh how it's going to roll out so yeah it puts a smile on my face to see yeah and you know obviously this is the case with every coach in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League and and really in every you know the junior league is that um, you, there's a sense that these high level guys are choosing to stay and, and, and I guess, entrust their development in you and in the coaching staff and in Notre Dame, just as a, as a whole, um, you know, again, how much, how much fun is it in, you know, to, to see a guy like, for example, Liam Hunks that, that, you know, to stick around or for Carter Hines, who's a, a rookie out of U18, he had, he had options absolutely everywhere. I'm sure um, wasn't really tied to, to the junior hounds, but chose to, to play and to continue his uh, education as well uh, at Notre Dame, you know, how much fun is that for you just as a, as a coach and as a, as I guess an educator in a lot of ways too. Yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty neat to see the, you know, the, the group we have coming back that uh, they trust, they're trusting in the process and trusting uh, what our staff has to offer from the development side to, to open up those doors at the next level. And uh, again, like I say, yeah, we, we want to be in the playoffs for sure each and every year. But at the same time, it's about development and uh, advancing players to the next level. And uh, again, we're going to take every opportunity to develop them, not only as players, but people and uh, and open up those doors for them. Absolutely. So that takes us to the goaltending. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll start with the returning guy. You obviously, Johan Tremblay-Cow, uh, really good in the in the limited, I guess, preseason chance that you had to see him because, Obviously, you had a bunch of different guys in camp who were looking to to take a spot too. But uh, you know, what have you seen from Johan so far coming into the year? Yeah, well, he he's come back with a little different swagger in his step there, and a little bit of confidence in his game, and uh, that's always good to see. Uh, you know, we talk about taking steps, and and you expect that out of your goalie too. So, um, for for him to to look that way right now is a great thing, and uh, again, it's a long year, so we'll we'll see where it goes. But uh, it's a good start. Yeah, and you know, obviously, on the other side, uh, you have a, a guy that uh, you know isn't a rookie to junior hockey because he played a whole season of junior B uh, last year, and you know went to two different camps, and and by all accounts, Jesse Pye looked absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know, every kind of opportunity he's had uh, in a Notre Dame jersey, uh, including against a very, very, very good Estevan Bruins team at Affinity Place. Uh, which I'm sure you watch pretty closely, you know, just talk about, you know, how, how, how high the ceiling is even for Jesse Pye. Yeah. Again, when you look at Jesse, you know, he's a competitor first, first and foremost, he competes. 
and uh, you love to see that in the in the net there. And and uh, you know he's he's had a long tryout season here this year. Obviously, you know getting looks in the Western League and the BCHL, and and uh, you know and then with us, uh, you know finally finally getting settled in here and uh, you know making the team is amazing for him. And just like the rest of the players, is uh, you know we, we have him for this year and. And the idea is to move them on to whatever direction we need to in a year, um, and and that's the message to all our guys is that we don't want you longer. We don't want you here longer than you need to be. And uh, a guy like that that competes like that, the, I think there's going to be a lot of options at the end of the year. Yeah, he was just absolutely brilliant uh, against the Estevan Bruins at Affinity Place. I don't think he could have, or anybody could have asked for more. You know, I got to ask you too. You know this obviously way better than I do, but it takes a village. Uh, always to 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 run a team and and uh, not only you know have you kind of added Martin Slansky as a as a regular uh you know contributor to the assistant coaching staff obviously Bobby Rotz is still there and a big contributor big piece um and Mitch Topink is around Jack Flamin's around you know I'm not leaving anybody out on purpose but it seems like it's a pretty good crew that you have helping you out and sort of on the ice watching and and helping out too at Notre Dame this year too. Yeah, again, like the development, we talk with the players, there's development in the staff too. And and we talked on an earlier chat there about Dion taking an opportunity in Sweden. And uh, again, at this level, if, if you're not developing your, your staff, your players, your people, um, we're, we're not doing our jobs. So again, to have an opportunity with, you know, some of these younger guys coming in and have the opportunity for them to get on the ice with our junior guys and give their knowledge is uh is huge and uh, for Notre Dame to have that set up uh, is just amazing. And uh, again, we're going to take full advantage of it as this year goes on. For sure. And, you know, you, you've said it, you know, you're very consistent in your messaging. You're about developing first and winning second. Like we all want to win. We're all hyper competitive uh, big time. We all, we all are miserable after losing. And that's, that's the way like hockey guys should be, I think. Um, but uh, you know, I, we do have to talk about winning just a little bit and nobody or very few people around the league uh, give the team a lot of respect, I guess. And I know that's not really important to you and to, to this club, but um, you know, people don't really know, I guess, what's in that locker room. So, uh, you know, I guess if, if someone was to ask you, you know, what is in this locker room, what is kind of the um, yeah, I guess the, the hopes and dreams and the ceiling, you know, for, as we look ahead to the season and, and dream a little bit. Well, they again talking here on September nineteenth. Yeah. Uh, the idea is to extend our season past the regular season, so that's how we're looking at it. <clears throat> like I said earlier, it's one day at a time and taking the right steps and establishing the right habits and uh, and culture, and, and and that's where we are today. Um, how that runs as we go, we hope we can extend our season each and every day and and uh, grow together um, and. I think with the group we've got in there, there's there's a lot of buy-in and uh, guys that want to go that direction. And uh, at the end of the day, we'll we'll see where it lies. Yeah, absolutely. So we got to zoom in. Just two more questions, but really, really appreciate your time as always. Let's zoom in uh, a little bit to the present moment. Uh, you know, obviously you're getting ready for two straight against the humble Broncos as you usually do when the season starts. And, you know, obviously the Elgar Peterson arena has been a tough place for a lot of teams to go, not just the junior hounds, but everybody. Um, but I guess just as much as you're able, uh, you know, not given that you don't really know everything about the humble Broncos just yet either. Um, you know, just maybe preview, uh, I guess the, the weekend series, uh, if you can a little bit. 
Yeah, again, done this a few times against Humboldt. Uh, you know, they play fast. They play the right way, led by Scott there. Um, and we can't expect anything different, right? And uh, yeah, again, uh, you know, we, we're going up there with the mindset that we want to be competitive and uh, give them a run for the two points Saturday and then come back down here for a home opener and do do the same. Um, but uh, yeah, that that's the mindset this week in practice here and, and going into the weekend. And uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. For sure. So I, 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 second last question is the is the is the end up to the present time. I'll rewind a little bit for the very last question. Then I guess training camp, preseason. Obviously, the results weren't in preseason, but who cares about going over for it? Really, doesn't mean anything. Um, but obviously, you were looking at individual performances. You were looking at guys' habits. You were looking at guys, you know, in the gym and and running outside and all the all the the, the things that you had them do, which seemed exhausting uh, just watching it, to be honest. But uh, anyways, I, you know, they seem like they made it through it alive. So that's good. Uh, I guess just talk about how happy you are with the effort the compete, the buy in the sharpness that you've seen as we kind of head to the regular season. Yeah, hey, it was a it was a different year when we we got through that first week. Uh, we had everybody involved and it, it was neat to see. Um, the, the grind and uh, the leadership stand up and br bring the young guys through it. And uh, of course, we, when you're in training camp, you lose some guys after that first week that it's just not for them. Um, and, and that happened this year. And, uh, you know, and then we got through into the exhibition there. And uh, again, we, we used the exhibition season as exactly how we wanted to. We want to see as many guys on our list as possible and in one or two games and, and see the guys that are in camp and, and tinker with uh you know the lineup we will have going forward but uh, at the end of the day we haven't dressed our full lineup yet this year and uh saturday night will be the first opportunity and uh I, again like i said earlier you know we're, we're preparing for saturday but uh you know it's tuesday now and and we're looking at wednesday how we're going to get better great thank you uh so much for your time as always brett thank you um...